Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we glorify your great name. We give you praise and we love you because you first loved us. We pray for the listeners of this week's podcast and we pray for the new listeners. We pray for the family of my uncle, Pastor Earl B. Raglan, who made his transition from earth to heaven this week. We pray that your word will go forth. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In the name of the light of the world, Jesus Christ, amen. We continue our series on the glory of God, and this week I want to focus on how do we glorify God? My friends, in order to glorify God, we must have a reason to glorify Him. The believer certainly has a reason to glorify God, while the unbeliever has a completely different mindset. The unbeliever lives in a world that he thinks he controls and created. Ask an unbeliever how long they think they will live, since they are in control, and forever will not be an answer. Ask a believer, and they will give you the correct answer forever. The believer knows that they will live forever with Jesus, while the unbeliever does not know where they will spend eternity. They will commit to a life here on earth apart from God, not realizing that they will live apart from Him in eternity. One of the reasons believers glorify God is that He is our Deliverer. Psalm 50 verse 15 proclaims, Call on me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you, and you shall glorify me. Folks, when we are in trouble, we should call on our God. And when we are not in trouble, we should call on our God. As a matter of fact, we should be calling on Him daily in our prayers. When we pray every day, we have a relationship with God. We are talking to Him, and He is talking to us. We must be careful not to treat God as a get-out-of-jail-free card where we only call His name as a last option. As children of the Most High God, He only wants what's best for us. And being in distress is not what He wants. When we understand that we are totally dependent upon Him, calling on Him will be an ordinary occurrence. When God delivers us from whatever distress we have, He gets the glory. So please, I beg of you not to be so prideful that you call everyone else before you call God. Another reason to glorify God is because He has been merciful to us. Romans 15 verses 8 and 9 says, Now I say that Jesus Christ has become a servant to the circumcision for the truth of God to confirm the promises made to the fathers and that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy, as it is written, For this reason I will confess to you among the Gentiles and sing to your name. My brothers and sisters, God's plan all along was to include everyone in his plan of salvation, those of the circumcision, the Jews, as well as the Gentiles, the non-Jews. God's mercy is for both, as Christ came to die for both. Israel's mission was to praise God to the Gentiles, and they, the nations, would hear of God's power and might. 
But Israel did not accept their mission and chose to look down on everyone who was not a Jew. Sadly, God had to use Gentile nations to punish Israel for their disobedience. The Babylonians destroyed Solomon's temple in 586 B.C., and the Romans destroyed Jerusalem and the temple in 70 A.D. But as Christianity spread, God was glorified by the Jews who converted, as well as the Gentiles. My friends, we are not in a position to decide who we think deserves to hear the gospel and to be saved. Our mission as Christians is to tell everyone about the saving power of Jesus Christ. When we fulfill our mission, we also glorify God with our obedience. Israel failed in their mission to spread the word about our great God. Let us not make the same mistake. Another reason to glorify God was exhibited in the church at Corinth as they promised to take up a collection to support the Christian church in Jerusalem. Paul writes in 2 Corinthians 9 verse 13, while through the proof of this ministry, they glorify God for the obedience of your confession to the gospel of Christ and for your liberal sharing with them and all men. Folks, the Jerusalem Christians would glorify God for receiving the much-needed assistance, and the Corinthian Christians would glorify God by keeping a promise they had made to assist the Jerusalem church. My friends, the needs of the world are all around us. There are many Christian groups helping others. If the Lord leads you to support that group, do it for the glory of God. The recipients will thank that group and indirectly thank you but the glory will go to God. Now that we've looked at some reasons why we glorify God, how do we actually glorify him? Psalm 50 verse 23 declares, Whosoever offers praise glorifies me, and to him who orders his conduct aright, I will show the salvation of God. My comrades, all of God's creation gives praise to the creator except God's masterpiece mankind. Oh, we will scream at the top of our lungs for our favorite sports team, or dance team, or Olympic event, or on a roller coaster, but we will not give God the praise, or give him so little praise that he is not glorified. As I've said many times, heaven will be a noisy place, as the praise of the saints will be continual throughout eternity. Those who have practiced praise while on earth will have no problem in heaven. As for you quiet praisers, get ready. True worshipers will not have a problem giving my God praise. True worshipers are saved worshipers and show their appreciation by praising God who saved them. Now, it's okay to stop and have a hallelujah moment right now. I'll wait on you. Anytime is a great time to glorify the Lord with your praise. Make it a part of your lifestyle. Another way to glorify God is to be fruitful. In John chapter 15, verse 8, Jesus says, By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, so that you will be my disciples. My brothers and sisters, Jesus uses the allegory of an Old Testament vineyard to show that those who decide to go off on their own, apart from him, will not bear any fruit, as he is the vine. 
Those who remain close to the vine would produce a fruitful life and glorify God. The world will see our work, our actions, and our deeds and know if we have been close to Jesus. Christians will see the advantages of a profitable life and purpose in our being because we are close to the Lord. God will know that you are close to Christ by the praises of thanks that are offered to Him. Finally, you will know that you are close to Jesus as eternal life is assured. A distinct way to glorify God is through suffering. Now, before you turn in your Christian card, before you lay down your religion, before you give it all away, the Bible talks about a specific kind of suffering. The suffering that Peter teaches in 1 Peter 4th chapter, verses 14 and 16, is the suffering because of the name of Christ. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 14 says, If you are reproached or insulted for the name of Christ, blessed are you, for the spirit of glory and of God rest upon you. On their part, he is blasphemed, but on your part, he is glorified. Verse 16 says, Yet if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in this matter. My friends, in the United States, there are those who will insult you because you proclaim the name of Jesus. In Peter's time, the persecution of the church was growing, and Peter wanted to send encouragement, especially to the new converts. In countries other than the United States, persecution of Christians is a very real occurrence. But Peter says that we are to have the spirit of glory with us. Christians should add to their prayer life a prayer of safety for missionaries who are operating in hostile areas and continue to spread the good news. And if you want to bring praise and glory to God, all you have to do is say, Jesus, I want you to be my Lord and my Savior, so that I may glorify God in the name of the King of Nations, Jesus Christ. Amen. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Send your prayer request, your praise reports, and your comments to our email address, which is hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.